And that's why vitamin D is one of the key components in a lot of these nutraceuticals for hair loss. So one little hack you could do is actually just make sure your vitamin D levels are adequate or supplement that. Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi there. Did you know that many of the topics I bring to you on the skin reel are things I actually see and treat in my office as a practicing board-certified dermatologist? That's right. At Bauckham and Mina Derm Surgery, my business partner and I are on a mission to provide exceptional procedural dermatology care in Atlanta, Georgia. We offer skin cancer surgery to large cyst and lipoma removals, to injectables, chemical peels, microcoring, and more advanced techniques with things like liposuction, eyelid lifts, neck lifts, lip lifts, and so much more. But most of all, we love helping our patients transform their skin with real results. You know me, I am all about real skincare by real skin experts, real simple. If you're in the Atlanta area, I hope you'll stop by and see me. You can get more information at my website, atlantadermsurgery.com, or by calling 404 844-0496. I can't wait to see you. Hi, skin friend. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Skin Reel. This week I am recording. It's January. It's dark. It's cold. For many people, you are not getting a lot of sunlight. And so this week I want to talk about a vitamin that is getting a lot of attention, a lot of hype, and it's commonly known as the sunshine vitamin. And this vitamin is actually vitamin D. And you've probably been hearing about it as well. It seems like every day something new is coming out about the importance of vitamin D, how it's important in our overall health with aging and not just with our bones. And so I wanted to give this vitamin, which really acts more like a hormone, a little bit of attention because it also can be a little bit controversial. And I'll explain more later on why. But I wanna break down what is vitamin D why is it important? And how can we make sure we are adequately getting enough vitamin D in our bodies? So if you are thinking about sunshine, thinking about warmth on this cold winter day, then you are going to want to stay tuned for this week's episode. So vitamin D, this fat-soluble 
pro-hormone that we commonly think of in association with calcium. We need vitamin D in order to absorb and regulate calcium from our bloodstreams, and we need calcium for strong bones. So for a long time, I just kind of thought vitamin D and calcium went hand in hand together, and they helped you have strong bones. They helped prevent fractures and breaks. And if you are deficient in them, you could get broken bones more easily. And that's really where it ended for me. I thought that was really all vitamin D did. And I think that's what a lot of us thought for many, many years. But now a lot of research is coming out showing the importance of vitamin D in our overall health. And it's really cool. I think this vitamin is getting its moment to shine and with good reason. We now realize through a lot of research and a lot of ongoing research that vitamin D does so much more than just help with calcium and phosphorus homeostasis or regulation. That vitamin D plays a role in our overall health from things like skin conditions, psoriasis. It helps with aging and cell turnover to things like perhaps having a preventative benefit for certain internal cancers. It helps with our immune function, making sure that we can fight infections. I thought this was really interesting during the height of COVID, people who are vitamin D deficient actually got COVID more often and had more severe symptoms than people who are not vitamin D deficient. And unfortunately, a lot of our elderly patients or a lot of our elderly population are vitamin D deficient. And so this is super important to know that perhaps boosting our vitamin D levels can help us fight off infections by boosting our immune system. We also know vitamin D is important for its antioxidant properties. And people have been looking at it as important with preventing cognitive decline. Some studies have shown that people who are vitamin D deficient are more likely to have mental or cognitive decline than those who are not. So lots of reasons to really delve into this hot topic about vitamin D. And I know that in the last couple of months, vitamin D has been on the forefront of my mind because I broke a bone, it was slow to heal, and I realized that I was most likely vitamin D deficient. I increased my vitamin D levels as well as calcium, and my bones have been healing a lot faster, a lot better, and I'm feeling a lot better as well. So let's just kind of start off with the basics. How do we get vitamin D? There are basically three ways. And this is where it gets a little bit controversial with vitamin D. One of the ways we can get vitamin D is actually through sun exposure. So UV ultraviolet radiation B from the sun, this particular wavelength, when our skin is exposed to that, it synthesizes this pre-vitamin D3 in our skin, in our keratinocytes, which are our skin cells. And then that pre-vitamin D is then turned to the active form inside our bodies. So that is one way of getting vitamin D through sunlight. And this is where some people like really prominent functional medicine people like Dr. Mark Hyman have suggested that people get 20 minutes of sun exposure a day to boost their vitamin D levels. And I think I speak for most dermatologists when I say that we actually disagree with that and for a number of reasons. It turns out that we are most likely getting enough ultraviolet B exposure on our skin 
to activate or synthesize this pre-vitamin D in our skin. And typically people are not wearing sunscreen all over their bodies that some amount of their skin is exposed to UVB sunlight more than they realize. And it really just takes a very small amount for this synthesis to occur. And then once the adequate amount has happened, any additional ultraviolet radiation is just causing side effects and not boosting any more pre-vitamin D3. And of course, as dermatologists, we're always talking about the harmful effects of ultraviolet radiation on our skin, and it tends to be cumulative. So that 20 minutes today, the next day, the next day, that small amount of sun exposure every single day over your lifetime, over decades and decades and decades, is going to add up, it's going to build up, and it can cause skin cancers. We know it causes skin cancers, particularly in people who are very fair or have light skin. They are very prone to DNA damage from the sun. So as dermatologists, universally, we really recommend getting your vitamin D in other ways, not from the sun. And so again, I'm going to go against some prominent functional medicine people like Dr. Hyman who do recommend that. I actually think it's harmful and there are better ways to get vitamin D in your body. So what are the other ways? So there are two other ways. One is through diet. The other is through supplementation. Now with diet, there are not a ton of foods that are naturally high in vitamin D. So mostly it's going to be things like fatty fishes, mackerel, salmon, cod, things like egg yolks or beef liver. Those tend to be high naturally in vitamin D. And since this is not a huge component of a lot of people's diets, many governments will fortify foods with vitamin D. So if you look at your cereal box or your milk or your orange juice, you may see that it says it's fortified in vitamin D. And that's because there are not a ton of food sources with high amounts of vitamin D. And so that's why we have foods that are fortified with vitamin D to help boost our dietary intake. Now, the third way to get vitamin D is to take a supplement. And this could be as simple as your multivitamin but for many people, this may not be enough. Your multivitamin will probably have about 600 to 800 international units. If you are over the age of 70, the U.S. government actually recommends 800 international units. But what we're now realizing is that this may be deficient and people may need even up to 4,000 international units a day. Now, I'd advise here, don't just go out and start taking a ton of vitamin D. You really shouldn't take more than 400 international units a day because you could get some side effects. If you are wondering if you are vitamin D deficient, the simplest thing to do is to get a blood test. This is very easy to do. You can get it at your primary care doctors and they can draw your blood and that will tell you whether you're vitamin D deficient or not. And if you are, you may need even higher amount, more than just a multivitamin or taking a supplement with vitamin D. So as dermatologists, we recommend supplementing, check your levels if you're curious, and, and supplement either through your diet or with a multivitamin. Probably you need to do both. I know that I bumped up my vitamin D when I did fracture my foot, and it really did seem to help with the healing. So definitely do not recommend going outside in the sunlight to get your vitamin D. There are better ways. And I also just want to make a point. Yes, some people truly 
are not exposed to the sun in the winter months when it tends to be very dark. Maybe there's minimal sunlight. And so some people may not be synthesizing a lot of vitamin D in their skin. The people who tend to have the hardest time synthesizing vitamin D are the elderly. The skin gets thinner and they have a harder time synthesizing this through sun exposure. So again, another reason why you should just take a supplement and focus on your diet. The other issue is people with darker skin have a harder time synthesizing vitamin D in their skin as well. So if you are very fair, light-skinned like me, you are more likely to be able to synthesize vitamin D in your skin more easily and with very minimal sun exposure, but someone with darker skin may have a harder time. So sitting out in the sun, telling everyone just to sit out in the sun for 20 minutes a day, I think is harmful. I think it causes more harm than good. If you are concerned about your vitamin D levels, the easiest thing to do is get a blood test and to supplement with a multivitamin. Now that you know how you can get vitamin D and perhaps you are going to go out and find out if you are deficient or not, let's talk about how vitamin D is important in our skin and some of the things that it does. We now know that vitamin D does so much more than just help with healthy bones, which of course is huge, healthy teeth and bones, I should say, but it also helps with cell growth and repair. And this is super important because our skin barrier is always turning over. We are always exposed to harmful things, pathogens, UV radiation. And so our vitamin D levels, increased vitamin D can really help our cells repair damage and help calm down the immune system in our skin. We actually use a vitamin D topically on the skin for people with conditions like psoriasis, even eczema. And as a Mohs surgeon, I use a topical vitamin D combined with a chemotherapy cream, fluorouracil, to help with treating precancers and early skin cancers on the skin topically. And presumably this vitamin D can help calm down the inflammation that occurs from using that chemo cream, which can be pretty prominent. Vitamin D levels have also been shown to help with wound healing. So if you have a chronic wound or even just an acute wound from a recent surgery, having adequate levels of vitamin D is going to help that wound heal faster, quicker. And it does this by promoting the production of antimicrobial peptides and aiding in the prevention of infections of wounds. So again, another great reason to make sure your vitamin D levels are adequate. We're also looking at how vitamin D plays a role in chronic skin conditions like vitiligo, acne, psoriasis, eczema, even hair loss. It's actually been shown that people who are vitamin D deficient have more hair loss. And that's why vitamin D is one of the key components in a lot of these nutraceuticals for hair loss. So one little hack you could do is actually just make sure your vitamin D levels are adequate or supplement that. And you may notice just by doing that, that your hair loss is improved. So yes, vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin, it's having its moment to shine right now with great reason. It's super important. We know that it does so much more than just help create healthy bones. It really plays a key role in our overall health. It may help prevent cognitive decline. It may help prevent infections. It may help prevent cancers internally. And so its benefits are huge. And so I would definitely recommend making sure you are getting adequate vitamin D 
typically through your diet or through supplements. I would not recommend getting it through the sun because then you are just kind of setting yourself up for more problems from UV radiation down the road. The simplest, easiest thing to do is get a blood test to see if you are in fact vitamin D deficient. And then if you are, talk to your doctor about how best to supplement and just realize that you may need more than the vitamin D that's simply in your multivitamin. You may actually need to take a vitamin D supplement to boost those levels. In general, taking up to about 4,000 international units seems to be safe. Most people won't develop side effects after that. But again, consult with your doctor if you are concerned about it. But just know there are healthier ways to get it than sitting out in the sun. I love that vitamin D is getting its moment to shine. And I love hearing all this exciting research coming out about how it is helpful and impactful in our bodies. And again, it's something easy to supplement to boost with a vitamin if you are deficient. And I would encourage you to do that and not sit out in the sun because otherwise that may lead you to being a patient in my office for skin cancer. And I definitely don't want that. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope it was informative, educational, maybe a little fun, and I will see you next week. That's all I've got for this week's episode of the Skin Real Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help me and other new potential listeners to find my show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave me a review, take a screenshot and email it to info at theskinreel.com and I will send you a thank you free PDF on skincare truths versus hype because you know I love spreading the word of good, truthful skincare. And please be sure to share, share, share with your skin friends so that we can get the word out there about real skin. And until next time, remember, no matter where you are in your skincare journey, always remember to love the skin you're in because real skincare from real experts can be real simple.